welcome to another episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Marco, with my smiley and giggly and bubbly co-host, Jessica. How's it going, Jessica? It's going. You look pretty happy today. Yeah. It's yeah. Saturday. It is. <laughs> Saturday morning. It's nice and quiet because, because there's nothing happening on Saturdays yeah, for once. Recording on Wednesday night didn't did nope. not pan out. Recording on Thursday night did not pan out. Recording last night. Nope. Yeah, it wasn't happening. No. No, everything just ran so long. It's like I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had an adventure firing up the old pizza oven, which we haven't done in years. We haven't. It has been a couple of years because we decided to start going low carb. And at the time, we didn't know how to make like a low carb pizza in the pizza oven, but we figured it out last night. Well, we've done so many low carb takes. We we attempted the bacon weave once. Oh, that, that was disgusting. That was gross. We've done it on low carb tortillas. I actually like that. I uh, crisped up those uh, those cheese folio mm-hmm. um lactose free cheese yep. things crisp them up and then put it on there and put it on the broiler to melt the cheese but mm-hmm. like that would not survive the pizza oven oh no where the air temp we like to have it between 550 and 600 uh, degrees fahrenheit and the stones are even hotter mm-hmm. so it cooks a pizza in under two minutes it's great from raw dough yep yeah it's fantastic it's awesome um and actually even before we went low carb things were busy because it does take time to fire it up to tend it mm-hmm. it just been a while since we've done it and like if it's a super hot day we don't want to do it if it's freezing cold out and snowy we usually don't want to do it so it has to be that perfect spring fall or cooler summer days yeah. where we want to stand by that thing or sit out there mm-hmm. but it worked and usually we were using cornmeal or polenta to actually act as a almost like ball bearings to slide that sticky dough out because depending on the humidity, it's extra sticky Yeah, and it sticks to the pizza peel. And if you don't know what that is, it's the giant paddle thing they use to launch the pizzas into the pizza ovens and pull it back out. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people just use flour, but with the humidity outside in this part of Michigan, that just isn't sufficient. So we were going with bigger pieces uh, to kind of roll it in. Kids didn't like that. So yesterday we tried it with parchment paper and we had to trim that parchment paper around the edge of the crust because it is going to, it's hot in there and it's going to, it burned, it burned, but keeping it tight to the crust, it was just a little singe and Mm -hmm. ash and it brushed off. And then as soon as it came out, that paper just slid right off. It did. So that worked out great. Yeah. The kids didn't have that gritty feeling on the bottom of their pizzas that they, that they always hated. Yeah. And it just... Um, well, we'll keep experimenting with this because I want to do a pizza episode at some point. Fun. Yes. But by the time we wrapped up the pizza adventure... It was late. It was late. <laughs> so here we are again in a morning recording that I'll probably still screw up and say tonight, 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 because we usually do these at night. <laughs> what are you drinking this morning? I am having a big, tall glass of water. Yay. Yay. What are you having? I am having strong cup of coffee. Fun. <laughs> My third this morning. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's all I caffeine. Oh, I need it. I'm dragging. Uh, but coffee's not that exciting. And it's not even one of our coffee cocktails we discussed a while back. It's just straight up coffee. So how about we discuss my cocktail from last night after all the pizza adventures and we got the kids to bed? Yes, let's do that. What was it called? It was an Italian gentleman. (laughs) An Italian gentleman, which was two ounces of bourbon, two ounces of Campari, 
one ounce of fresh lemon juice that I had squeezed, not that pre-made junk. <laughs> Half an ounce of the low-carb simple syrup that we like. Yeah. That we have on hand, which is for us usually Tarani. And then two to three uh, dashes of orange bitters. And I put that all in a shaker with ice, shook it up, and then I poured it into a rocks glass with one giant cube. Cube. And I didn't even bother garnishing it. It was great. Slightly pinkish in color. You were making fun of it. It was pretty. It was It was a very pretty drink. The Campari will make it pinkish in hue. The Campari will also make it a little bit bitter. Well, yeah. This is not a sweet drink, just so everybody is clear. It's not a super sweet drink. Not super sweet, but it was sweet enough for me. Mm. Yeah. It was not sweet enough for Uh, me. Well, what were you drinking last night? Which is going to be more exciting than water. Um, you gotta give it a name. I don't, I know that there was rum in it. <laughs> okay, so yeah. Remember, remember back. Long <laughs> time ago. back to, to last, last night. night. Um, I had three ounces of gold rum and water and ice cubes and a couple of squirts of Mio. I used the fruit punch Mio and the black cherry Mio and mixed it up in my cup and drink it it tastes like rum punch what kind of fancy drinkware did you use a red solo cup because <laughs> it was there it was air. friday night it was friday and i didn't want to wash dishes there you go yep fantastic well carefully with your water and my coffee okay cheers cheers <gasps> clinkies clinkies you didn't spill how was your week it was long <laughs> It was a week. Was it now? That's deep and prophetic. Wasn't it? Yes. Um, no, it was It was a good week. I got lots of stuff done at work. I got lots of stuff done at home. Um, but mm. One of these weeks we need to talk about, like we can't talk about your clients, but just in general, what does life as a behavior analyst look like would be a great episode, especially in the clinical sense like you are. And we could do a different one at some point. What life as a behavior analyst for me looks like, which sure. is completely very different. very different from what yours is. I will say it's a little bit stressful. Did you have insurance reports due this week? Not exactly. I had a different type of report due. Oh, okay. So, but not an insurance Parent one. meetings. Insurance reports are super stressful because you want them to be just right. Well, yeah, you want to get paid. Right. And I want to keep my clients because they need to be with me. Right. Um. But you've done the work, so you'd like to get reimbursed for that work. Yeah, and then obviously you'd want the clients around because, one, they need the help. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it's economics. It's right. you do the work. They get compensated for the work. Exactly. You get to pay our bills. They get the services. I like services. paying my bills. It's nice. Um, it's symbiotic no, relationship, had, the circle of life. I had parent training meetings this week, which are pretty awesome because I get to meet with parents and talk about how home is going with with my clients because I see them all day at school, but I don't get a real feel uh, for what their home life is like until I talk to mom and dad and they fill me in on things and I'm able to give them advice on any sort of problem or um, concern that they're having with their kids. It's pretty cool. Cool. Right. Well, we'll save that for a big episode about you. Okay. All about me. That's terrifying. How was your week? My week was pretty good. Hockey. We did that hockey. There was lots of hockey going on. We did that hockey. (laughs) There was a a lot of hockey going on between the last episode and uh, our recording right now. Mm -hmm. And we're we're just almost at the end of spring hockey for adults, spring hockey for the kids, spring hockey for goalie, everything. Last Sunday, though, is last Sunday and Monday were kind of kind of crazy. Why? 
Well, started with a uh, kid one got called in uh, to goalie for uh, bad hockey with like three hours notice. Mm-hmm. Bad hockey being not only are they bad at hockey, but beginner adult development hockey. <laughs> that's mean. Hence they're bad. <laughs> I mean, that's the joke, and it's not it's not unique to just this rink. That is a a thing in hockey. It's hilarious. Learn to play for adults. So she got called in for that on short notice. Uh, had to do a little bit of a scramble to cover all the bases, uh, to cover childcare because you had things going on. Yeah. And then she's coming off the ice, and I come running down the hallway, half dressed in my pads. I'm like, "Don't take off your pads." She's like, "Why?" I'm like, "My goalie's not here." <laughs> her eyes, and I can all I can see because she's got her not only her goalie mask on, she's got her. her covid mask yeah her under armor mask mm-hmm. underneath so all i can see are eyeballs and part of a headband and part of a mask on her nose and then her eyes just get huge so i run out uh where i got cell phone reception because it's kind of like the cone of silence and yeah in the rink and i'm texting the dad of the goalie that's supposed to come in who's an 18 year old mm-hmm. and they're like yeah yeah we're on our way we'll be there around 6 30 and it's like uh game <laughs> starts at 5 50 that's hilarious yeah, in hindsight, because I'm juggling the leagues and our family and my two teams and everything. Guys yeah, ended up sending them the wrong game time. Whoops. Yeah. What happens? Whoops. It does not happen often with me. Um, super organized, but I screwed up. So I owned it. I owned it on the stat website we have. It's in the description that I screwed up. Mm-hmm. I took ownership with it with the entire team in the locker room. Like, it's my fault. But came running back in and like, I need you to sub. <laughs> there's only two goalies in this building one is the goalie for the other team yeah and the other is the only goalie who showed up for bad hockey yeah our 11 year old daughter <laughs> so she said she did it and so i'm going in i'm writing in like every sub i could think of on the score sheet ahead of time and the other uh captain's just like no don't put your kid in why don't you go get the the goalie who played bad hockey today i'm like that was my kid <laughs> he's like oh and like uh, one of the players on my team has a 13 year old who was actually the original goalie I drafted and he runs out and calls her and she's like, yeah, I don't want to come play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wrote in the subs or the as subs, the other uh, goalies from the other teams who are coming in. Yeah, they came in the rink and um, like most of the players coming in for the next game just stood around the glass in awe of what was going on because our kid was in net and she's, you know. 11 short barely taller than crossbow or yeah so she uh she skates out there um very nervous trying not to show it has already played an hour of hockey when it's time to take the ice for warm-ups against the over 40 league which we don't hold goalies to being over 40 because it's hard to find goalies over 40 i bet and she's standing she gets in the crease and she looks across and directly across from her is her primary goalie coach and mentor that's great not Wait, to and for those well, not to be confused with the one who runs goalie camp. Okay. No, the one who for the past couple of years has been sending her drills yep, and it. talks to her and has been her head coach on some of her teams growing up, and the one that she respects to no end. Um, they got a whole Jedi Master Padwan thing going on too. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're they're dorks goalie dorks together, I guess. <laughs> in a good way but um and you know and people have commented and even i've commented like i mean obviously he's the one doing the most training and the most influence on her and uh she looks like a mini version of him she moves like him they have very similar looking pads 
Uh, she has a smaller version of his pads. So it was kind of cool watching it, but at the same time, you know, she was nervous. And to be fair, the rock star superstars on that other team don't need to beat up an 11-year-old they to feel not. good. And they didn't. That's uh, good. Their, st- their top scorer, their star player, like a few times he got in the slot, he went and he flexed his stick, which if you don't know what that means, um, the sticks these days are not made of wood anymore. They're composite materials, and it's uh, you load it like a spring by pushing down on it, and then it just launches that puck. So people are really winding up on the big, wild slap shots anymore like you used to with the wooden sticks. That's a good thing. So he went and flexed his stick. You could see the shaft of the stick bend. It was loaded with potential energy, ready to release that puck. And then he uncoiled it, <laughs> and he either skated off with it or shot to the corner. <laughs> he did score. He lifted it up over her head and got it in. Yep. But the point was, that was pretty much a message to our whole team. I could really launch this thing at this 11-year-old, and I have the maturity and the security in myself. and To not do that? To not kill this kid. Uh, they had another player who's a former state champion when he was in high school, who's also like a high school teacher, and he also was classy about it. Like, Good. they wanted to win, uh, but they were cool, and they basically let us know that, you know, I could really destroy this goalie and score, but I, you know, I don't need that to feel good about myself. So, and spoiler alert, we, we lost big. Well, but, that's uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, some of their other players did not let off. I mean, there was one of their guys who's one of their top ranked players who decided this was going to be his night to score like crazy. We had some lower end players who just would not back off. There was one who decided to point blank. Uh, up close, fire a slap shot right into her face. Good thing she's got bars. He did apologize at goalie camp a few days later. He skated out and uh, went up and apologized for that. He probably shouldn't have pulled the trigger on that one. Nope. Which I've seen that guy do it at other goalies and high school goalies. And it's just like, dude, calm down. But she, she stood tall. She made some good saves. Uh, her goalie coach said... That was the best he's seen her play. A lot of the bad habits disappeared, and she really did take it one save at a time and kept her chin down because she's notorious for lifting that chin up and looking down over the tip of her nose, which exposes the neck, even though she's got a big padded collar on. Yeah. Uh, the, the chin stayed down, and she tracked that puck. And she's also, we call her lazy goalie sometimes, because she'll wait till they'll get below the face-off dots before she really locks into her goalie position to be ready. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, if they're past center ice in your kid games, your your 12 games, you need to be ready. Well, anytime they approach the center ice uh, line heading down her way, boy, she was in position. Good. Even at the opening face-off, she was not relaxed. Good. So she played great. She played two periods. She let six goals in, which actually gave her, out of all the goalies I've had, let, no, let's see, this was the fourth time I've played that team. Uh, this was the fourth different goalie I had in net against that team, and the only goalie that fared better through two periods was one who's a 48-year-old former college goalie, mm-hmm. and we've lost all of them. So she did. I was really <laughs> proud of her. She did great. Yay. Uh, and then the goalie that I had asked for uh, came in relief in the last period. He let one in, and we lost seven to nothing. Nice. Yay. Move That's on to consolation games. Seven to nothing. I know. <laughs> impressive. Then I turned around and I hopped on um, for my, I had, actually, I had one game off. Then I hopped on the ice for my C-League team and we won that. We're on to the championship. And then I subbed in the other C game after that and I won while well, I was on the winning team. I mean, I played defense. 
I got a couple thank yous for like, oh, thank you for helping us win. I'm like, uh, how about just thank you for not like torpedoing your team because <laughs> this is my third game of the night. How about just I held down the fort at my position. You guys did everything. I didn't score any goals. I just was there. Uh, but that team got an upset win. So that's the team I'll face in the championship on Sunday. And then I got a call asking me to sub in the AB leagues. So I went and played that. Uh, I played well. That team lost. But that team kind of sucks. So okay. <laughs> they are they're nice. pretty awful. They're, they should work on paper. They just can't get it together out on the ice. Hmm. And so that leads into the final set of games this weekend where kid one and two have a rematch against that team from Hammond. Yeah, they're, they're coming up. So I'm coaching. I'm behind the bench for that. As soon as they get off the ice, I'm coaching kid, kid three. three. Yeah. Kid three's got a set of games for the U8s and that'll be the final set of games for uh, spring hockey. Then we get a little bit of a break and then kid one is back in net for uh, it's not bad hockey per se but one of the players run it out the ice so it's gonna be a mix of players and talents she's playing that then i gotta are be... you coming home at all on tomorrow yeah i'll be home between the first set of kids games mm-hmm. and then when we go back to the rink for kid one to play goalie against the adults and then i gotta do commission duties and hand out the trophy to the over 40 championship game and then i play in the consolation game after that then i play in the c league championship after that and hopefully I won't get asked to sub in that last game because I just want to go home. And then I'm back to the rink on Monday night to be the scorekeeper and hand out the trophy for the AB League. Fun. It's thrilling. It's hockey, hockey, hockey. I'm surprised Mr. Rink owner doesn't want to hand out trophies. No, he's he's cool. He doesn't want he's to. Cool. He, he doesn't want <laughs> no, to. He's good. <laughs> he does not want to think about men's league hockey. That's funny. That's why uh, he lets the commissioner do it. Okay. Yeah. And then all of this, that was basically all Sunday afternoon. And along with Sunday afternoon, you had stuff going on. You had Girl Scouts. I did have Girl Scouts. We had our first in-person meeting of the year. Um, we were all masked. And we stayed apart. And it was really, really nice. Outdoors, even. Outdoor, yes, we held it outdoors because that's what Girl Scouts says we can do. If we want to be in person, we have to be outside, which is totally fine because it was a gorgeous day. Um but we did have Finally. our yeah I know we did have our final meeting of the year, and previously kid number one told me that this was going to be it. She was going to be all done with Girl Scouts, and I was like, "Oh, I'm so sad to hear that." But are you sure? And she was like, "I'm sure, I'm sure." And I was like, "Okay." So I had told my co-leader, and I was like, "This is apparently it. She doesn't want to do it anymore. I'm really sorry." And we were all sad about that. Well, we go to our last meeting of the year and she's running around with her friends and they're like chatting and they're playing games and doing all of these fun things. Um, We had a lot of activities for them to do while we were at the meeting. And at the end of the meeting, she gets in the car and she goes, I want to do Girl Scouts again next year. And I was like, are you serious right now? And she said, yeah. And I was like, okay. But are you sure? Because COVID could totally happen again, and we could all be locked down again, and it could be... It's not completely gone yet. Exactly. It could be, like, the same as it was this year, and you didn't love it. And she's like, I just really want to be with my friends, and I want to do it again. And I said, okay. So, later that afternoon, we, uh, my friend and co-leader, came to pick me up, because we were all going to dinner in celebration of my birthday, um... And I would get in the car and I was like, I have fun news. And she goes, oh, what is it? And I said, kid number one wants to be in Girl Scouts again. And she said, yay. So she's going to do Girl Scouts again. It's super fun. So this was. So this makes me co-leader again. This was intermixed with the hockey stuff. Yeah. So they had Girl Scouts and then 
to the rink for hockey, and then you, while we were still at the rink for hockey, you were out to dinner. Mm-hmm. But when during the warm-ups, when I went over to Kid One trying to give her an out, I'm like, are you nervous? Are you scared? She goes, a little bit. I'm like, okay, why? Well, because the Girl Scouts chose for the end of the year activity to do a <laughs> ropes course. And I'm thinking, there's a minute and a half before you're going to face shots from 40-year-old men and over. And you're worried about a rope course. So she, yeah, they actually did. We had them Which, vote. Which, well, so they communicated to me, like, you are really nervous. Yep. Um, but we did have them vote on their end of the year activity. And the majority of the girls picks, picked to do this rope course um, thing in the woods. And kid number one is terrified of heights. Uh, so this should be interesting. And she actually, she got upset when they picked it. She tried to hide under a table. <laughs> it was really <laughs> funny. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna, we're gonna work through that and I'm sure we'll have fun stories <laughs> once well, that comes to pass. Between, uh, finally going along with the ropes course thing and deciding to sign back on for Girl Scouts mm-hmm. and that's also, will be helpful to her peers because they miss her too. Yeah. And then also jumping in and help bailing out her dad and his friends mm-hmm. and playing goalie against highest score yeah old people the highest scoring team of old people in the old people league uh at taekwondo she ended up getting surprised with a courage patch she did so she's got this patch which has the school name on it and a big lion that needs to go on her shoulder so yay you get to sew another patch on her uniform no or hand it off to my mom yes okay yeah sewing is hard oh i know Mm -hmm. but it was an exciting day it was yeah well, let's leave it at that. That's enough for an intro of the week. Let's get into the main topic tonight. It's going to be a definitely a health and wellness. We've got mental health, physical health all rolled into one with this one. And we'll have some fun. We'll have some stories. Let's have some segue music and go. Jessica. Marco. Let's talk about stress. Okay. Stress. I wish we had the license for under pressure. I know. I'd that be would be playing great. that right now. Yeah. Don't want David Bowie to sue you, though. <laughs> what is a state? Still. I mean, if he he sued me, it'd be cool because he'd still be alive. Or, or zombie. he would be a ghost, and that would be cool, too. Zombie Bowie. He'd be the next Either evolution way. of David Bowie. Anyway, stress. All right. Stress. First off, let's get through the basics on stress. Stress okay. is natural. It exists in the world around us, it's one of those, it's necessary things. I mean, it is a heightening of the senses. It's part of the fight or flight response. Okay. Short-term intermittent occasions of stress are good for you. Getting that heart rate up, helping you respond and take off. Performing under pressure, whether that's athletically or intellectually at work or whatever, it happens. It's normal. Too little in your life is actually considered bad for you because you want those periodic instances where that heart rate gets up and you get going and the adrenaline starts going too much of it is also bad for you it's everything in moderation are you looking at my notes in there that says too much is bad okay 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 yeah okay so we can let's not go through we don't want to say you want no stress in your life because you need a little bit yeah in biological sense you do need a little bit Mm -hmm. you just don't want the too amount much. too much, the degree that, especially in uh, for adults in general, we're getting too much in our lives, especially the way the work life is going in the United States. 
it's getting to be too much stress and not enough sleep and too many unhealthy habits. So we're going to dive into a lot of that. And there's, uh, we'll talk about X factors and whatnot. But first, going through, just let's go through some of the biological uh, pieces to this that having too much stress in your life can result in, and you're the the biology major in our relationship. <laughs> okay, minor. Minor. You biology start off as minor. a well, you were a biology major, right? I was at one point. At one before you at came the to beginning, psych. and then I discovered I was bad at chemistry. Back in the day. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so we'll go head to toe with this. <clears throat> Jess, too much stress, headaches. Headaches. Stress can trigger an intensified tension headaches. Those hurt. And if you're super stressed out all the time, your head is just going to hurt nonstop. And it sucks. I've been there. Not fun. Mm-mm. How about uh, gastrointestinal distress? Yeah, heartburn. Um, so stress actually increases the production of your stomach acid, which is what causes that heartburn. And and that hurts too. Your tummy will hurt. Your chest will hurt as it rises up through your esophagus. Especially if it's um, coming back up through exactly. that. Exactly. It burns. Yeah. Hence the name. Um, <laughs> right. So, you know, that's not fun. What about your breathing and your heart rate? I mean, part of, part of that fight or flight response mm-hmm. is elevated mm-hmm. breathing. It's... Increased yeah. heart rate so that you could be at an evolutionary stance. If you need stance, to run, yeah. you're ready to do it. If you um, got a, some Your sort muscles will tense up and you will breathe faster and your heart will beat faster. You will, yeah. Your muscles will tense up and you'll breathe faster and your heart rate will shoot through the roof so that if you need to escape some sort of really terrifying situation, you can do that. Um, but you don't want to be an extended period of this where it's going on for days and days or weeks on end. Um, this is like 15 minutes is good. 14 days is not good. Yes. Yeah. And part of that rapid breathing and increased heart rate is also a constriction of the blood vessels. And that increases, of course, blood pressure. That's just the pure physics of the matter. Mm -hmm. But operating with that increased blood pressure for an extended period of time does damage to the arteries and does damage to the heart. Right. And puts you at risk risk of of heart heart attack. attack. Don't want that. And especially if you compound that with an unhealthy lifestyle, you really yeah, can put yourself at risk of a heart attack. Yeah, you're clogging those arteries too. Yeah. Let's move down the line a little bit though. Beyond the heart and the esophagus, what about other problems can you have? You can have fertility problems. Yay. Yeah. But it can. It can. Stress can definitely interfere with the reproductive system in both men and women. And it can make it harder to conceive. And, and think about that at an evolutionary standpoint, way back when. Yeah. Not in our lives, but if, in, and actually any uh, creature, if you're stressed out, you're basically under attack, you're running for your life, probably not the time to have children. No. Uh, you know, if you've got predators around, you're, mm-hmm. it's just like, nope, this is not the time yeah. for a little nookie. <laughs> and that also leads into, uh, for males, it can lead into erectile dysfunction. If you're stressed out, it's not helping the situation. It's not going to work. High chance you're not going to perform under well oh under my pressure. God. <laughs> Probably. Probably not. <laughs> you know what? And that that difficulty with fertility and erectile dysfunction linked to uh, and menstrual issues and all sorts of those kind of issues linked to that stress just can further compounds the fact that you, you can have an increased probability of... Depression! Yay! So funny seeing depression with an upbeat voice. Well, I mean... I know. It's depression. 
It's very sad. Chronic stress does wear you down emotionally, and that can set you up for clinical depression. Absolutely, because you'll enter into these negative thought patterns that are cyclical, and you can't escape them. We're not just talking about like a sad day or a rough afternoon or a rough day. We're talking about extended periods meeting the clinical definition of depression, Mm -hmm. although it certainly can set in for a just not in the mood today. And all that depression and the extra stress and they added into uh, cardiovascular issues and everything can also contribute to insomnia. Insomnia, not the inability to fall asleep or stay asleep. Which is also a downward spiral because as you're more and more tired and sleep deprived, that Mm -hmm. increases the, uh, it's almost like a, a multiplying X factor that increases the stress, the relative level of stress increases when you have less sleep so the mm-hmm. same situation for the same person if they're sleep deprived they will feel more stressed than under other conditions yep and, and of if, course that makes you more prone to more insomnia which well, is less sleep and exactly. it's just a spiral and that is going to also affect your depression levels um but if you're not sleeping your immune system is also not having a chance to rest and replenish itself which means you are going to be more prone to getting sick and wearing you down Mm -hmm. which makes you increased (laughs) probability of depression and fertility and libido goes down which makes you more depressed and more down and more tired and just more stressed out and it's it just builds and builds and builds it's very bad. And internally, you've got other things going on, such as high when you get into sugar. yeah, when you get into the cycle, high blood sugar cycle, and yeah. high blood pressure, which we've already touched which on, which puts the you high... at further risk of a heart attack. Right, but the high blood sugar is especially terrifying because if your sugar is elevated for so long, um, you can actually be at risk for type two diabetes, and that is definitely something you don't want to get. Yes. 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 Diabetes is not so fun. Diabetes is bad. Okay. (laughs) Avoid it if you can. Okay. Yep. All this and last but not least, and certainly there's much, much more that goes on with all this tense muscles. Tense muscles. Stressing you out. And that can also lead into muscle cramps. Like, I know I used to get really bad muscle spasms and muscle cramps when I was. Very stressed out. In your sleep. In my Which sleep. Which means you weren't sleeping either because they will wake you up out of a dead sleep. Yes. And I was not very physically active. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, well, I've been working out and I'm dehydrated and all this stuff and like, you know, cramping because I am like when I'm playing these three or four hockey games in a row, I can start feeling my legs start to cramp up. Sure. Or when we're doing triathlons or really long bike rides, uh, you know, there's cramping issues. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't where I was in that point in the life. And it's just all of a sudden tense muscles because I was having a dream and which was further stressing me out because I was dreaming about work, which is more of a nightmare at that point in my career. (laughs) And it just the heart rate's going up and like I could look at my Fitbit or whatever device I was wearing at the time. Heart rate data like spiking in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, not good. Not good. Uh, so too much stress in your life is absolutely... It's going uh, to adversely affect every single system you have in your body. Yes. Now, uh, your biology slash genetics can influence uh, how you handle stress, how much stress you can handle, how you'll respond to stress. Relatively speaking, uh, some people handle it better than others. The other part is training some folks are trained to handle stressful situations 
So relatively speaking, uh, if you've been through training, especially those who have been in the military, uh, medical professions, EMTs, even law for law enforcement are trained so they when they get into a stressful situation, they they can fall back on their training and handle it. But that said, no one is impenetrable. No one can take unlimited amounts of stress for extended periods of time. No, you're going to crack. You're going to crack. Some can just last longer, take higher levels and take it for longer than others. But at the end of the day, everybody needs downtime and everyone needs and stuff in relatively speaking, relative terms, moderation on the stress load. Yeah. Which is what we, we don't get. Oh, even under ideal situations or ideal conditions with the most training, with physical fitness, with all that, with genetics on your side, too much stress could ultimately kill you. Absolutely. Yeah. Jess, how do you respond to intense stress? I will um, binge eat candy. Like, what's your candy of choice when stressed out? Chocolate. It's any kind of chocolate I can get my hands on, and it is a terrible time um, because I will eat fistfuls of it and not think anything about it, which is very bad. But later, after I've binged on it, I will feel very bad about that decision, and it will affect my mental health for a couple of days, and it will just. Start the spiral. It just, of. It's, it's, it's a bad spiral. So that's not so great. Also, I will not, I don't sleep very well when I'm super stressed out. Um, and when I do manage to fall asleep, I will actually have panic attacks in my sleep, which wake me up, which is terrifying because it's like, let me just, oh, good, I'm dying. <laughs> I'm having a heart attack right now. Let me just roll over and hold your hand while I die and it'll be fine. <laughs> It makes coping with that whole stressful situation yeah, even harder going now because now you've got less sleep. Exactly. And you have to wake up and you have to go do the things in the day and take care of the kids and all the house, you know, stuff um, on no sleep now and also full of panic attacks. Um, what else do I do when I'm stressed? I actually don't exercise when I'm stressed because I feel like I need to be hyper focused on fixing whatever the problem that I'm having is um, and I will ignore everything else so no exercise no other just no exercise yeah um let's see what else do i do when i'm stressed i cry lots of tears but i do it covertly so nobody knows about it what do you do when you're stressed that's enough about me (laughs) i would say uh it's not that covertly like your eyes your eye color changes when you've been crying yeah yeah Hmm. anyways what do you do when you're stressed uh, I feel like this one I need to break into old me and current me mm-hmm. uh, because I've changed so much and I've changed things about myself so much. So old me uh, and I'm basically a workaholic no matter what I'm doing. I keep throwing myself into things and long hours and just can't stop. And especially when uh, I really... Uh, I don't know. I mean, keep trying to figure out when did this all start? But like undergrad yeah. before then, I just would start who needs sleep? Uh, what was it when I was at my last year at Western? I'd go for every week. It was at least once there'd be a two to three day span where I didn't sleep. I was just pounding Red Bulls and candy and working nonstop. And then I would crash. Yeah. And then I'd get up and do it again. I was taking 19 credits. I was 
working on research projects and running teams and consulting and had a side job and was honor society webmaster stuff and yeah trying to get into grad school and it was just you know my entire life hinged on i mean i couldn't plan anything in my life i didn't know where i was going to grad school if i was getting into grad school any of it yep and it kind of started there and then i got into grad school and things calmed down for a little bit until it ramped up again with all the research and then like oh what's what's work and teach and have plan a wedding and run research projects and what's my life going to be like after that and yeah and i'm of course taking what we're taking six hours of live data a day we're going in at night at night and day and three hour shifts Mm -hmm. and we're looking at video analytics archival data and i've still got to do all my other work and who needs sleep who needs sleep and that led into heading up to D.C. and doing projects. And some of the projects were kind of mundane and boring, but other ones were literally life and death mm-hmm. across the planet. So there's there's stress, and you don't want to let down your client. You want to let down the end user of your, your products and your research. And you also know that it's just pretty heavy situation um, for the type of work I was doing in government contracting there. And that was stressed out. I mean, something goes wrong in the world, and it's like, uh, Jess, can you bring me clothes? I know I work a few miles away from the house, but I'm not coming home all week. And I'm not going out of town, and I'm not flying, and they're not flying me across the country. Although I'm just going to sit in this office for I'm a week. I'm just going to sit in this office for a week, and sometimes I'm going to work for like 36, 38 hours straight. Like at one point, the, uh, the president of the company was going to come in and basically take me to task for my attire in, in a conference room. And my boss smartly swept in and goes, yeah, he's wearing a Florida State sweatshirt, which they didn't like my Florida State sweatshirt, <laughs> and uh, running pants. He's also on hour 38 of addressing a situation because something went bad uh, on the planet, and he's leading his entire team into solving it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was stressful. That was stressful doing that at, um, you know, plus I'm looking around the room. And even like the first time I went to a, a team meeting up in D.C., I walk in, I sit down at the conference table and they like, hey, intern, intern's in the back. I'm like, F- you, I'm one of the senior scientists here. I mean, these are old, you know, the average age at the table in the back. That's was in their 60s and I was in my 20s. And then yeah. uh, later on, I ended up in another job and all my peers who are running teams were retired lieutenant colonels and colonels. And I was still in my 20s, mm-hmm. and I was running multiple teams, and they each had one. Um, so there's there's stress, and yeah, it was not good, and I was not in a good place. And so my response to stress during that phase of my life, so I guess undergrad, grad, and after being postgraduate work, it wasn't postgrad, but after it all was uh, eat and not think about eating. I wouldn't call it emotionally. It was also almost emotionless eating because mindless eating. Definitely mindless eating. One hand just putting things in my mouth while I'm running the mouse and typing with the other hand and mm-hmm. salty sweet stuff. So like cookies and potato chips and uh, we would go out and we'd quickly grab food and there was a Five Guys nearby. So there's Five yeah. Guys really thick burgers which are super greasy and just and tries that are also it's super that comfort greasy. food. Yeah. But then go back, sit in a chair and not move, and then eventually get up and go get some other food that's not healthy, greasy, fat, fatty foods. Um, 
Yeah, a lot of that. Mm-hmm. I'd also be very grumpy, very moody, very short fuse, um, very difficult to live with and be around, which just adds to the stress and the frustration because now you're mad at me, my family's mad at me, my friends are mad at me <laughs> because I'm being a Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, that I'm not, you know, not thinking about other people's feelings, which, of course, when I realize what I've done, then that adds to the sleeplessness, which makes me even moodier and grumpier and binge eating more. And then I look in the mirror and like, what the f- oh, I'm a, just a fat. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Where'd it go? Sometimes couldn't see it. <laughs> um, yeah. And just, uh, you know, they, they talk about like, Exercise, fresh air. Well, I definitely wasn't doing that for the longest time. No, you were and locked was... in a box every day. <laughs> there was no fresh air. There weren't even windows. No. Uh, and even at home, <laughs> and there was several times where I tried, and we've talked about this, try to restart and get on a good, healthy trend and physical fitness trend. It just, I couldn't sustain it because more stressful situations would come up or yeah. I would get frustrated and it was tough. So that's then. Now when I run into stress, um, I do like to exercise. Uh, hockey is a big stress reliever for me, and that's not the cathartic, let me go hit things, because it's a non-checking leagues that I play in. Mm-hmm. It's the exercise. It's the skating. Uh, it's just the sweating it out. Uh, going for runs, especially I love going, getting to go run with kid one. Uh, coaching helped, was a stress reliever, got outside, got to think about things that were not work-related or any of those other stressors in adult life. Uh, hopping on my bike and going for big bike rides. You know, when COVID hit, that was a stressful period when it's like, what? There's all the uncertainty. You and I would go for just big, long bike rides and just seeing how far it kept getting further and further and further. Yeah. And con- almost concentric circles around the house so that we were never too far if we had it. Got a message that was like straight line back to kid one who mm-hmm. was keeping an eye on all the other kids. Uh, but at the same time, we were get- adding up those miles. That helps, and it's a positive thing because I'm also increasing, uh, releasing those endorphins, getting fresh air, working those muscles, and it also helps with because I'm exercising helps me sleep, which makes me help me be less grumpy and less of a. <laughs> yeah, but I would say the 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 stress uh, through those undergrad grad and the working when we were in D.C the various companies was a huge factor in my huge weight gain for sure um to the point where like my resting heartbeat like i i walk out to the lobby if i needed a 10 minute break and i just sit there for five minutes and then i would check my pulse either on my fitbit or my phone at that point i could put my finger over the camera and it just give me a rough estimate where my resting heart rate was and it's like yeah this isn't good <laughs> like i can go play a hockey game now and have my active heart rate where the old resting one was after sitting for five minutes awesome yeah that's great yeah yeah whatever i'm healthier now much 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 more Mm -hmm. for you though these days uh what are just in general your adult life what are the biggest stressors for you um kids i'm always concerned with whether or not they're happy if they're healthy if we're them up in a wide variety of ways because <laughs> you know that's what parents do they screw up their kids right yeah um i am always worried about finances i work is interesting i it's stressful when you have like an insurance report due um and it's a little other than that though my job is pretty fun and i really love it so beyond like 
worrying about whether or not my clients are improving, which fortunately most of them are. Um, I don't have a lot of work stress. It's, it's a really nice job. It's a nice company to work for. I'm very, very happy there. So that's, it's nice that I don't have to have stress. I don't have a lot of stress, um, with regard to work. That's very lovely because that's usually a huge stressor on a lot of people. And I just, I don't really have that right now. It's great. Um, yeah, that's, those are probably my biggest stressors. Um, how about you? You pretty much hit on the, the biggest ones I have. I mean, biggest ones in no particular order really would be professional work type stress. Uh, obviously, money, bills, expenses, finances. We're adults. We're we're in our forties. Uh, yeah, that that stresses everybody out. Um, and then the kids, of course, uh, kid two and kid two's on the autism spectrum and he's ADHD. And so making sure he's going to be okay. And what does the future hold for him? Yeah. Kid three, um, kid three is being a turd. Kid three can be a turd sometimes. So making sure that he grows up to be a good functioning member of human, good human that sometimes, especially when he's having one of his days and just being a little uh, that, is he going to be a nice human being, which he usually is, but when he gets tired, boy, that kid likes to push everybody's buttons. And you can tell he's the child of two psychologists, except for he uses his powers for evil instead of good when he's tired. Yeah. So he's pushing buttons, so we're getting him to, like, come on, grow up to be a loving, wonderful person all the time and not just when he's in a good mood. Right. <laughs> and that's stressful sometimes. And then, like, kid one and kid four just life what does life hold for them are they going to develop and be you know get into a good school and have all the opportunities and you know be have just life be wonderful i mean you want everything for your kids right yeah so those are the biggest stressors uh what about moderate stressors for you Mm. not those things that just keep you up at night but it's kind of like well it's pretty much my big my big stressors only maybe to a lesser degree I don't really, those are pretty much it. Mm-hmm. How about for, you? I mean, for me, it's the kids again. Yeah. Will they be okay? Are they happy, healthy, et cetera? The, so it's really like the big ones are the long-term stuff. Yeah. With the kids and the moderate ones would be the day-to-day. Oh, like. You know, are they happy, healthy Did you have today? a good day at school? I hope you did. Well, yeah. Are you getting sick? Yeah. Are you, you know. Okay. You know, are you going to make it through the week? Did you stay up too late one day and that's going to make it rough? Mm -hmm. Um, Am I being too hard on them when they get in trouble and they break the house or start throwing stuff? Break the house. You know. Sleep broken house is probably a good stressor. Yeah. When I go and I look and on the leather couch in the living room and there's toothpaste all over it, it's like, you know, was the response appropriate? You know, the parental response or not enough or, you know, whatever. And then also the house, uh, you know, like what the f- is going to break next? Uh, you know, it's the joys of being a homeowner. Yeah. yeah. Joys. Quotations. <laughs> joys. There's always something. So it's like, okay, you know, what do we have to address? What are we planning out? What's the long-term, you know, remodel on this or that? What can we put off? What What's the maintenance cycle? That kind of stuff. I mean, it's not, those aren't the kind of stressors. And these moderate stressors aren't the ones that are going to kill you, but they're the ones that's like, okay, take a breath and move on. Mm-hmm. And then we got the kind of low stress. It's just like it comes. You might have a small uptick in heart rate for a short period of time, but it's, you know, not going to have a health uh, detriment. What would be the kind of the low stress things for you? Marriage. I'm not stressed about our marriage. 
you and I are really well matched. So <laughs> I'm not stressed about our marriage either. And I don't yay. want to put that as like I'm taking you for granted. It no. just it works. It just yeah. Like it, I said, we're really well matched. We yeah. get along very well. So that's nice that it's Even not when we fight, because everybody fights and we get into fights. They're stupid. Though. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're, so stupid. they're usually paired with a lack of sleep yeah. and stress from like the the big heavy stressors. Right. Compound it and it develops into some sort of like ridiculous stupid fight over Yeah. yeah. Like when I was pregnant with kid number four and we got into a fight over batteries. I don't remember. You don't song. remember? No. I'm surprised because I told you that like <laughs> I remember kid number Everything. one, we got into a fight over text message because you wanted ice cream and you couldn't decide what kind of ice cream and I'm standing in the frozen food aisle. And then finally <laughs> I just said to hell with it and came home with over forty dollars in ice cream. Because I didn't know what flavor you that wanted. Neither good, did you. That was a good day. I like <laughs> that. For you. The fight worked out well for me. So <laughs> it was delicious. Yes. Um, but but no, marriage is is a no not really a stressor. Uh, low stress for us yeah, yeah for us um actually it's a comfort it helps it's a stress relief having you there because mm-hmm. you can also like know how to get me to back down without like going you need to chill the out because that's just going to stress me out more and get me wound up and you actually know how to get me to calm down calm down mm-hmm. well 20 some odd years you yeah learned a few things um how about you what are your low stressors Marriage with, with you and uh, coaching for the most part is low stress. Although sometimes when dealing with parents, it get, you get a spike in parents. That's a in, little bit different than actual coaching. Well, like on it, the field or on the ice with the kids is real it's, coaching. It comes with the role, but I, yeah, I know. there's intermittent spikes due to parents, but the actual working with the kids is relatively low stress. In a clinical sense, in the course of a game, like if you hook me up to a bunch of sensors and monitors, you could say the games, there's stress related, but it's that excitement and the fun mm-hmm. of, are they going to score? Are they not? Is kid one going to stop the puck or not? Are they going to make the pass? I mean, that's all those fun stuff. And it's low stress. And that's the the normal ups and downs you'd want to have. Yeah. And the same goes for commission life, being commissioner of the adult hockey leagues. For the most part, it's fun. It's enjoyable. It's relaxing for me. I can sit down and, you know, write up the synopsis for each game and have that. There are certain points, usually the start and the end of the season, where it is a little bit more stressful because that's uh, in terms of the timeline, getting it all put together and making it take off so it runs well and smoothly. And occasionally we run into like on the disciplinary end where it's not fun, where I'm, you know, got 19 year olds telling me I'm a toy and go myself. That's going to be a lot of bleeps, but uh, yeah, that was just this season. That was from a player who wasn't even involved in the disciplinary action. He just, just chimed in to give me his two cents on me. It's like, well, I I called a f- toy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, um, but it, oh, all in all, the, the commissioner stuff's low stress. And then there's the, uh, the no stress, relaxing stuff we have. Uh, what do you got, Jess? What relaxes you? It's Movies. the counter, the f- exact opposite of. Big stressors. Movies. I like movies. Kind of movies. It doesn't matter. Horror movies. I mean. Suspense. Okay, so horror movies are not so great because if it's a well done (laughs) horror movie, it's going to make your heart rate shoot through the roof. It's supposed to. I know, but they're fun. It's supposed to trigger that fight or or flight that makes you go flying off the couch and running to lock yourself in the bathroom. No, never lock yourself in the bathroom while watching a horror movie because there's a creepy clown. Well, don't say I'll be right back because you won't be. Exactly. Mm -hmm. No. 
Also, yeah. Anyways, um, I don't know. No, toss it to me. Okay. What do you have that's low stress or relaxing? Relaxing. You and our marriage is relaxing. Honestly, the kids are relaxing when they're not stressing us out. Like, there are those times where it's just I'm having fun, enjoying being with them. You know, kid four, when she's tired, she comes over and just curls up next to you on the couch. And, you know, when you're watching a movie or something and. Yeah, it's you know we're we're doing art projects or something when they're not dumping paint all over the house or the kitchen table. I think it's it's fun. Coaching is an outlet. I, I like teaching. Oh, that kind I, of stuff. Okay. Just it just relaxes and it's an outlet. And of course, exercise, especially just going for a run, not under race conditions. Not yeah. where you're like I I want to perform well to do well. I want um, to do well. I paid all the money for this race. Right. No, my my other ones are like reading books because I love doing that, especially if I can get uninterrupted reading time for longer than 15 minutes. Um, And also photography. I love taking pictures. It's not a secret. Um, And if I can make a beautiful image for somebody else, it's even better. Nice. Yeah. I will say that one of the ways that for me that was relaxing it was kind of fun that I was doing for a while is even um you got me some homebrew kits really small ones for making a, a gallon of beer at a time and i had a couple of them so i could get some batches going mm-hmm. and yeah yeah before everyone jumps over me and go like oh my god when you're stressed out alcohol is not the answer yeah but the process of making beer it's not like i'm so stressed out i need to like you know pound a bunch of beers and like that i will have in a month when this is done yeah, it was just the I find cooking enjoyable, and it's really, it, I mean, you're really, it's a cooking process, it's a chemistry process. It was something I could do with the kids. We did the science experiments and made different types of beer. But since I've gone low carb and I've cut back, um, I haven't plus, been doing it. I haven't been doing it. We've been busy, so to take because it was several hours, you know, basically to have a Sunday afternoon to do it or a snow day to do it. Well, with covid and everybody home or snow days are virtual days so then it's they're doing homework there's not time for me to sit at the stove and hang out in the kitchen for several hours working on this this batch of beer nope nope so we haven't done that much um it is fun and we we even spoke about this when we did our parenting the time of covid the experimenting with cocktails at home and happy hour we spoke about that with uh holly and jeremy yeah yeah so that's kind of fun uh you do have to of course watch out alcohol is a depressant yeah so if you're in that super stressed out and you're in spiral, a downward spiral downward spiral with the alcohol is just going to exacerbate that yes and especially if you're flirting with uh clinical depression right uh you do not want to add that to the mix Mm-mm. but if it's just kind of like you know what it's happy hour you and i what's what's come up with a cocktail to pair with dinner or with podcasting it's yeah, kind of fun to experiment fun. with how can we work some fresh herbs into this or let's do something we've never done before. Yeah. And that's, that's trying new flavors. Me. Yeah. All good. Well, we don't want to stress people out by talking about stress too much. <laughs> so I don't want to make this a super long episode, but just what are some tips for managing stress? Go exercise. This one is hard for me because I don't love oh, to yeah. exercise. There's a but I mean there's a fun T-shirt, lots of fun T-shirts out there that say I got 99 problems, but I'm going to ignore all of them while I go for a five mile run. Nice. Yeah. I mean it makes sense though. Clear your head. Go for a bike ride. Go for a run. Go for a walk. Go play hockey. 
and it just you come home you're exhausted and you sleep well usually about three hours after you finish the exercise but mm-hmm. you you sleep well you wake up refreshed it clears your head and gives you a chance to reset what do you have next watch what you eat so do not do what I do and pound chocolate when you get stressed out. <laughs> it's a really bad idea because it's just going to make you feel worse later. I'm sorry. So many jokes about the <laughs> pounding chocolate. But no, don't do that. Yeah. Uh, don't pound chocolate. Don't pound the Chips Ahoy. We've talked about that. The mashed potatoes. Stay oh away from the God. mashed potatoes. Cheese. Cheese. All the cheese. Yeah. Uh, it just starts that negative binging food starts, uh, creating that negative cycle. Then you, you know, you don't feel good about yourself. One, you don't feel good because you got a stomach ache, but you don't feel good about yourself. You look in the mirror, you get upset. That adds to the stress level because now you don't feel like you're good enough, pretty enough, whatever. Yeah. And it's that spiral. Uh, actually watch the diet and they call them comfort foods for a reason, but don't comfort yourself in food. Mm-hmm. And one way to help break that up is actually look for bright, herbal, citrusy, fresh flavors. It helps. It actually does have an, a psychological effect of lifting the mood instead of like, I'm going to have heavy mashed potatoes coated in butter with big old brown gravy on top and fried chicken with it. Well, that all sounds good. It does sound good. But when you have a mountain of that on your plate, you're not going to feel good later. No, you're not going to feel good an hour later. You're going to feel like garbage. Small amounts of that, you know, in moderation. It's all things in moderation is fine. But if you're trying to bury your feelings under all that gravy and mashed potatoes and fried breaded chicken, Mm -hmm. uh, it's not going to work. Brighten it up. Have a piece of strawberries. They will make you so happy. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> because they're delicious and they're bright red. And also, I don't know if they're going to make you happy, no. but they'll help set the conditions for heading that direction. Yeah. And certainly don't binge on all like a... Don't eat the chocolate. I'll say a Costco-sized bag of Dove chocolate in oh, one sitting. That'd be great. Don't do that. <laughs> what else do you have? Uh, schedule sleep. Give yourself a bedtime and actually stick to it and go to bed on time. Find... Some way to get the wiggles out before you actually go to bed at your bedtime so that you are ready to sleep when you get into the bed at the end of the day. And that goes with coordinating with our first item on this list, which was the exercise. Mm -hmm. Exercise and set up, you know, be sure that when you're looking at your schedule, you're marrying the, the sleep and the exercise so they can work with each other instead of against each other. Sorry. What else do you have? Mm, talk about it and vent. Get all of those negative thoughts out. Send them out into the world. Talk at your spouse. Talk at your best friend. Talk, find a message board that you enjoy being on. You remember message boards? Um, and type out all of those thoughts and feelings and stressors and just send it out into the ether and get it out of your head. Don't suffer in silence. Don't have that internal downward spiral where it's me versus the world. I'm all alone on this. You're not. There's plenty of other people out there. There's helplines. There's all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. The, the caveat on this is be careful you don't find a, a audience that just spirals it and amplifies it worse. Yeah. So there, that's out there. You got to find a receptive audience who either will take it and just will actively listen and then 
wash it away. Right. Or build you up. But you also get one, oh, yeah, that sucks. That's horrible. Oh, you know, and just yeah, compound the problem. So you do have to be careful. Evaluate your audience. But aside from that, yeah, get those feelings out uh, and just remind yourself you're not alone. People care about you. People want to help you. Mm-hmm. Be sure you find the people who want to Yeah, if they're your you. friend, they'll want to at least, at the very least, just listen to what you have to say and be that sounding board for you. And if you're really close they and you have that kind of relationship, they will want to help you find a way to get whatever kind of help it is that you need to deal with that stressful situation. Yes. Mm-hmm. And number five on our list... Avoid pitfalls. Such as? Drugs and alcohol. You you don't want to... Like, it's nice to have a drink every now and then. Maybe even one an evening if you're so inclined. Um, But you don't want to be using them... Not five an evening. Not, yeah, you don't want to have five an evening. You don't want to be doing every drug on the planet every single day. Or, or maybe any, any day. I don't know. I don't. Jesus. Oh my God. <laughs> you don't want to do that. You do not want to try and mask your feelings with drugs and alcohol because it's not it's not going to work. And you're going to wind up with some sort of addiction. And then you'll have to deal with that on top of all of your stress. Which is just going to make you more depressed. going to make the whole thing a thousand times worse. So be very, very careful with those. Any drugs, alcohol, food, you know, anything that you're masking the feelings. But feelings are there. They're natural. You have to deal with them, though. Yeah, you, you can't have just to bury address them. them. You can't hide from them. You can't bury them because all that, whether no matter what you're doing to hide them, bury them mm-hmm. is unhealthy. You, at, at some point, you have to address those feelings and the causes. What's eliciting those responses out of you? You've got to go address those issues. Absolutely. And with all these five tips that we put together, of course, as usual, we've mentioned this on other podcasts, if it doesn't improve, and I don't mean like the next day or the next week, but if you're trying to address these problems, these issues, and they're not improving over time, go seek professional help. That's why those professionals are there. That's why they've dedicated their lives to this. Mm -hmm. Go lean on them. Get that help. Don't be afraid of medicine. It's really nice and it does work. Medicine, therapy, action, but you've got to you got to reach out and you, that's part of that communication. You've got mm-hmm. to be willing to ask for help. Yep. 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 Cool. Well, this is <laughs> we tried This was our most stressful episode yet. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't, but <laughs> You know, we've uh trying to do this upbeat because stress you could definitely doing a stress episode could just spiral down into like a doom and gloom so trying to keep it upbeat entertaining but really get that message across yes i think we did it i think so too i think so hey before we go you know speaking of exercise and running off the crazy Mm -hmm. uh we've got the uh our own version of helping people run off the crazy and that is the red arrow challenge yep you want to explain it nope Mm mm-mm the Red Arrow Challenge is our weekly multi-sport competition. Uh, it's virtual. Sign up. Uh, go to our... Actually, you can go to our Instagram. The link in the bio. Our Instagram account is Red Arrow HW. You can create a username and then every week put in your totals for any of these categories. And for the champions each week in each category for each age group, we give them a shout out on our podcast. And Hooray! For- <laughs> and for the most recent week, Swimming! 20 to 29, H. Kaner 305. 30 to 39, Me West. 
40 to 49, try, try again. 50 to 59, Trek Tim. Nobody older than that. And for you and I, we didn't go swimming this last week. <laughs> Running. Nine and under, Easy E. 10 to 19, Soleil. 20 to 29, Lexi with two X's. 30 to 39, The Logan. 40 to 49, Sarah 906. 50 to 59, Trek Tim. Nobody older than that. And featured members, me. Walking. Nine and under, Easy E. 10 to 19, Lucky Dude. 20 to 29, Smytha. 30 to 39, Wildcat. 40 to 49, Vino Mia, 50 to 59, Teddy 68, 60 to 69, Pac Mac, featured members, me. Biking on road. 20 to 29, Husky Mike, 30 to 39, Cyclopath, 40 to 49, Try Try Again, 50 to 59, Truck Tim, 60 to 69, Kilogram Ill, feature members, me. Biking off road. 20 to 29 was a tie yet again. Smytha and Super Mario, 30 to 39, De- Dirt Devil, Blah. 40 to 49, 906, Laker, nobody older than that, and you and I didn't go off-road. Sit down paddling. 20 to 29, H. Kaner, 305, nobody in the 30, 39-year-old category. 40 to 49, Tim, 906, 50 to 59, G. Smith, nobody older than that, and the kayak is still on the wall in the garage for us. It's cold in the water here. Yeah, you know what? It's supposed to be 85 today, and they said the lake temperature is going to be 48. At the surface, like at the shore. I said, the water is still cold here. Yeah. Stand up paddling. 20 to 29, Gator Boy. 30 to 39, Me West. 40 to 49, Jesse's Girl. 50 to 59, Mary Mary. 60 to 69, Sunny D. Cross country skiing. Nobody. <laughs> Skating. 20 to 29, Gator Boy. 30 to 39, Benny. 40 to 49, Coach T. 50 to 59, Herb. 60 to 69, <laughs> MRH313, featured members, me. Hockey. Nine and under, Yellow Ninja, 10 to 19, Soleil. 20 to 29, Lexi. 30 to 39, Moose Man. 40 to 49, Coach T. 50 to 59, Herb. 60 to 69, MRH313, featured members, me. Points. Nine and under, Easy E. 10 to 19, Soleil. 20 to 29, H. Kaner, 305. 30 to 39, Me West. 40 to 49, try, try again. 50 to 59, Trek Tim. 60 to 69, Sunny D. And featured members, me. Good job, husband. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. All right. This has been another episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. We drop episodes almost every week, and we do. They come out on Mondays these days. Hooray! Monday mornings. We'll have another episode next week. Thanks for listening to us, and you can go back and listen to any of our other podcasts. This is episode number 63, so you got 62 others to go choose from. Indeed. But until then, we got a lot to get done this weekend. We do. Yeah. Let's go do that. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.